is Jasmine. I'm Susie Cornell. And today here at the Cornell Centre, we are joined by Jenny Tolhurst, who is the Lord Lieutenant of Essex. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's a great pleasure. Thank you for asking me. So we've just actually had an interesting discussion before we started about pronunciation, because we've been saying Lieutenant, but that's not how we pronounce it in the UK, or meant to pronounce it, is it? No, it's it's really bizarre because it's definitely spelt lieutenant. And of course, the, we often hear that from the Americans. But in fact, it's really pronounced lieutenant. Uh, goodness only knows why, but that's how it's pronounced. Um, but not to worry. So just for the listeners and for people who don't know what the Lord Lieutenant does, can you just explain a little bit about you know, your job role and what you do those days? And I think it's very interesting to know the history. And the history, the history yes. dates back to... 1500 and yeah uh, it, it, it dates back to Tudor times yes um, well actually that word lieutenant um, in those days uh, meant in lieu of the the monarch uh, and in a way that's what still is the case today because I in this role am uh, Her Majesty the Queen's personal representative in the county um, so that means that I I want to represent everything that she stands for and I want to support the things that she, she supports, particularly, of course, she supports every aspect of, uh, of, uh, uh, of British life. And indeed, that's what it feels like from my point of view as well, that I am actually supporting uh, everything in a non-political way. Uh, specifically, there are uh, two major awards that are given in the Queen's name, and that's the Queen's Award for Volunteers and the Queen's Award for enterprise so the volunteer one obviously is, is self-explanatory the enterprise one is for business and they are extremely prestigious uh, the enterprise award is globally recognized and uh, is extremely helpful for businesses that win it uh, because it's such a, a mark of um, excellence uh, and the the uh, volunteer award is like the equivalent of a, an MBE for a group. And um, we have many successful and wonderful charities and organizations in Essex, as I'm sure you'll know. Uh, and um, it's, it's uh, fantastic to be able to recognize them. Life led me down a different path to the one I envisaged, but maybe it was the one the universe had mapped out for me. Who knows? I didn't believe in fate and luck, but I do believe in the power of thought and the benefits of positive energy. And my work isn't finished yet. I will always look at beyond what's possible. Find my story and more about my life on my book, Totally Driven. It's available on Amazon. Um, a lot of work goes into this, as you can imagine, because it's, they are looking for the best of the best. So um, in the case of the voluntary groups, uh, somebody outside the organization puts them forward, has to fill in the forms, and that's uh, looked at by the cabinet office in the first instance. And if, it, if they comply with the, the, the basic um, sort of requirements, it's sent back to the county to uh, do an assessment. So the way we're set up in this county, and I'm sure it's pretty much the same everywhere else, is that a group of my deputies, of which I have, I have 60 deputy lieutenants, um, 
uh, take on the job of uh, doing the assessments of these these uh, these wonderful organizations. In our county, this is all orchestrated by Charles Clark, who is a, an ex um, senior policeman and, and a deputy lieutenant, and he's done the most fantastic job. And that was particularly clear last year because uh, we had a huge number of successes, um, had an absolute step change. And that was a lot of it's due to the fact that his network is so strong. He's built a network of all sorts of agencies and so on who know who the volunteers are, who the volunteer groups are, and, and he's, made, he, he's made it possible. He's encouraged people to put people for pe people, put the organizations forward. So, for instance, last year we had third Chalkwell Bay Sea Scouts group. We had Chess, which we all know about in Chelmsford, fantastic organization. Um, we had the city of Chelmsford Mencap. Uh, we had Kids in Spa. I mean, these are all famous names, and uh, you know, it was due to we need we needed to recognise them. Lads need dads. Uh, patient health group at um, Harlow. Support for sight, and South Essex Community Hub, and St John the Baptist Church and Food Bank. Uh, in um, Thurrock, can't remember exactly actually. Um, but anyway, that's the sort of organization and uh, they're all fantastic. And so that's something that I get involved with. Um, then the, the enterprise one is a bit different. The companies put themselves forward uh, and then that is all uh, examined by um, senior people at, uh, in London who look at it forensically. And it, it's quite something to achieve the, the Queen's Award for Enterprise. There are different categories, international trade, innovation, sustainable development, um, and promoting opportunity. Uh, all of which are themes that the Royal Family Queen wants to promote. So that gives you a, a bit of a clue, but there are all sorts of other things as well. Um, I support the uniformed cadets, so in particular the military cadets and the St. John's Ambulance. Uh, and I do have the best of the best of each of those groups uh, as a personal um, escort, if you like, a, 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 a Lord Lieutenant's um, cadet. That was very frustrating performance last year because of course there wasn't that much out and about. But um, normally speaking, uh, they, get, they come along to appropriate events and, um, and I benefit from having them. Everybody benefits from talking to them and they benefit hugely from the contacts that they make and the experience of it all. Um, I am uh, chairman of the Lord Chancellor's Advisory Committee in the county in this role. Uh, which is the body that recruits magistrates. Um, and uh, in the past, that body also looked at conduct of magistrates as well, but the thing's been divided up now. So I'm, I'm just, I say just, it's a big responsibility to make sure that uh, people realize that they can put themselves forward actually to become a magistrate. Uh, there obviously are uh, uh, interview and things, benchmarks and things that they have to attain. Um, but I would encourage anybody listening to this to think, think whether they could serve their 
country county in this way. Um, it's fascinating work, it's very serious work, uh, and it, it's very important work. Uh, the magistrates' courts uh, handle something like 96% of all criminal offences in the first instance. They won't necessarily see it through to the end, um, but because they, there will be certain cases that they have to send off to the, the Crown Court. Um, but um, yeah, it's really interesting work. Your background, Jenny, was as a magistrate? Uh, I was a magistrate, yeah, yes, I was indeed. Are we there? Uh, it's fascinating work, yes. And, and actually, I use the word serious, it is serious for obvious reasons, but the camaraderie and the working in a team is, is all very, very good stuff. How did you, uh, what was your journey to becoming the Lord Lieutenant of Essex? Oh, well, you <laughs> often ask myself that, really. Um, uh, I suppose if I sort of try and analyse it, um, I actually got married when I was uh, 20. And um, I didn't I didn't actually work for money. Uh, you know, but I, I didn't, you know, I suppose very fortunate that I didn't have to, but um, had three children and uh, was sort of running, running home. Uh, but I've, I've always wanted to be involved with stuff um, to do with the community. And I've always been involved with our Catholic church. Um, but I've, I've quite quickly, when we came to live um, uh, in the house we're in now, which was in 1976, the year of the drought, um, became involved with starting up an NSPCC group and um, I, that was that was very good I enjoyed that and it was something that's sort of in my background you know my grandmother was very involved with that sort of thing in her community and my mother also although an army wife so it's not quite the same but she was very very involved with SAFA which of course I'm involved with now as well um, so so that was one thing and uh, then um, I, uh, yeah, I, my husband and I were invited to um, go to Birmingham to see the um, exhibition that was being put on by the, uh, well, no, it wasn't, it was a trade exhibition to sell um, products for the Christmas market. And in particular, why we were there was because my, my husband uh, administers a trust and they'd given some money to the Prince's Youth Business Trust. Uh, and this element of the trade exhibition was uh, focused on um, arts and crafts. So these were businesses that had been started by PYBT uh, and, and were making things and they were selling them at the trade fair. Anyway, I went along to this not knowing quite what it was all about and um, uh, oh, well, I was just blown away. I just loved it. I paint myself and, uh, you know, consider the side of life is, is great fun. And when, when we came back a few weeks later, I was asked if I would like to join the board. So um, I did. And there was only one other women, woman, there was, the rest of them were all men. And it was all quite serious. And the meetings were at County Hall, first time I'd ever been to County Hall. Um, and sitting in this terrifying room with portraits all around the walls. And um, anyway, to cut a long story short, uh, there was a change of 
chairman, new chairman came along, he asked me if I'd be his deputy, then he became very ill. So I, I found myself chairing it, he then died, very, very sad. And they just had to decide who was going to be the new chairman and I was with it, as it turned out, much to my alarm. But anyway, it's a fascinating time. I obviously in that role, it was a county based thing. I, I was traveling around, I was having to make speeches, I was having to raise profiles, I was, we were having to do all the assessments and the um, meeting of new businesses and so on. Um, and I had to go up to St. James's Palace, all sorts of things happened as a result of that. So in a way that might have been what it was, I don't know. So then the next thing happened was that um, I became a mag magistrate and simultaneously towards the, and about the sort of sixth year of being a magistrate, I got the opportunity to do a, a fine art degree, which I did. And um, never thought I would get the chance to do that, but it was fantastic at Colchester Institute. Started off with a foundation course, which was done over two years, so it was part-time. And that led on to the degree course, which I just didn't think I could do at all, but I was then persuaded to do it, and that was full-time. Uh, but I did have to juggle that with being a magistrate. And halfway through that, or towards the end of that, I was suddenly asked to be high sheriff. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, did, I did that. Uh, and then uh, that's just for a year, uh, which is what, you know, the role, that's what the role requires of you. Um, it was absolutely amazing experience met so many people and do fantastic things well oh yes well you were a, yes you the women can sort of design their own except as I discovered after I was a uh, high sheriff and, and I went on the high sheriff's I was invited onto the high sheriff's council in London um because I painted and stuff, they, they asked me to do a few designs for um, Lady High Sheriff's uniforms. <laughs> so I, I did, uh, and um, because they really did want to try and sort of standardize it really. But, um, but basically, I mean, it's just sort of, as we girls all know, you know, getting that uh, balance of um, jacket and, and skirt right. So if you have a, a longish skirt, a shorter jacket looks good. If you've got a shorter skirt, a longer jacket looks good. Or you wear a coat. And that's what I did. I had a sort of coat, a velvet coat. <clears throat> and, um, and, and you have this wonderful lace jabot and lace cuffs and, uh, and a, a, a hat with a large white ostrich feather on. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. That's beautiful. And you've been all also being a mother. Being a mother? Yes, being a mother, yes. And, uh, yeah. I, I've got, um, I'm actually the eldest of eight children as well. Oh, wow. Um, uh, so although we don't, they don't really live around us at all, actually. They're mostly down the West Country. Um, you know, you've still got this sort of wider stuff so going on. What brought you to Essex if your family are in the West Country? Uh, well, in fact, my father was in the army, so we were all oh. over the place, um, Northern Ireland, Yorkshire, Wiltshire, Germany, North Africa, um, so all around. Um, actually, it was a holiday job that first brought me to Essex just for a couple of months. Uh, 
uh, when I met my husband. Oh, and, then, and, the, and, the, and then I went, <laughs> I went off to do some other things. And then, um, yeah, so then we got married and I came back. Um, I read on a piece of paper that Susie printed out for me just to give you a bit of background because I feel that of, like with my generation, I'm 25, we don't yeah. know a lot about the role of Deputy Lieutenant, Lord Lieutenant, it's not really spoken about but I, I read that you were the first uh, woman in the Essex office, is that right? Yeah, that is right, yeah. That's that's amazing and is that is that something that you've experienced as you said in your previous story you were suddenly sitting around the table full of men yes have you seen have you seen a a change now like a more diverse change oh yes absolutely um there are a lot of women Lord lieutenants now I'm not sure I haven't looked at the latest figures but I would think it's pretty nearly half and half actually there are a lot of lady Lord I know when I became a deputy lieutenant I was very very few and yeah. I'm yeah. Can you tell the story of the monocle? This is my favourite story. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Susie? Have I, I heard this? <laughs> I was at dinner with the, the lieutenancy at the county hall, and I was sitting on the table with my husband, and I was next door to one of the deputy lieutenants who had a monocle. And he said to me, oh, hello, my dear. Um, how long has your husband been a deputy lieutenant? <laughs> isn't. I am. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, one of very few women, as you know, yes, in that, yeah. that time. Those yeah, were that, for men to understand was, it. Oh, it, was, it was great, Susie, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. very, very, that must have been quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I stood in for Jenny as a, a deputy lieutenant. I stood in for the Lord Lieutenant. And I have to tell you something that, that really made me smile. When I was in the position of Lord Lieutenant at the town hall in Braintree, the High Sheriff came up to me and he said, Mom, may I leave before you? I've never experienced <laughs> anyone calling Mom and asked for them to be let me go. I was shocked at how just uh, the role of the Lord Lieutenant is. So yes. in that realm, yeah. wow, this is amazing. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, you didn't tell me that, but yes, that is, that, that, that's, that's one of the sort of etiquette things, yeah. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> because I, anyway. mm. I do think, you know, um, where it's not something that, you know, and I'm, I'm somebody who reads a lot of other royal family, knows a lot about the royal family, and it's not a role mm. that I, I knew. How do you... What do you what do you see for the future of the role as sort of you know the, the generations change, social media, work changes, you know, and the monarchy changes, all this sort of stuff, you know, because obviously he has to pass on to somebody else. Uh, uh, we mean that the Lord Lieutenant has to pass on, or is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, well, I I don't be doing that unless um, I'm given the sack or you know. Fall off <laughs> fall off my perch I won't be doing that in, uh, for another five or six years so um, at the moment I'm still just trying to do the best I can and uh, and enjoy it and uh, make make it fun for everybody basically and, and involve all the deputies um, as far as what happens in the future uh, I mean, you know, we none of us can tell really. Um, all I do know is that the sense of service to the country is is um, second to none. So uh, I feel I think we're very, very lucky. Following on from this pandemic, 
because that's yeah. been tough you've not been able to do your normal role have you so are things going to get back to a little bit of normality for you well I, they, they are beginning to my diary is beginning to sort of fill up and I have done a few things uh, out and about carefully yeah. um yeah. the thing that uh, I was able to do. I, mean, I actually have been quite busy during the lockdown in, in, in different ways. But um, one of the perhaps uh, special things has been that because we had all these awards um, in my dining room, I, it was stacked up with crystals and, you know, <laughs> things that needed giving out. So how are we going to do that? And there have been certain times um, when the rules have been slightly more relaxed and we've been able to do things outside. Uh, so my husband very kindly got uh, bought a gazebo, quite a big gazebo, which we could put over the terrace out here. And uh, so it, just in case it rained. And so we've had a, quite a number of uh, presentations in the garden. Mm. And, um, and, and that's been great because, of course, gardening has been quite an interest. We've always been interested in gardening, but there's been an extra sort of um, motivation for to keep it all looking nice. And and then and, and it's been great fun to actually, uh, you know, have people here. Uh, so we had a, we had just the other day we had uh, a cadets and um, adult leaders um, uh, presentation here, and they brought along their colours and strap them to the metal fencing around our ponds. That looked that, that, that made the garden look very ceremonial. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But it, it was so nice. It, you know, so much of what one does is to recognize the good that people do and, and to, to spread the word about it. Because, um, you know, uh, we, there is a tendency to only focus on the bad. Um, yeah. So really, really good opportunity to, to 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 just celebrate so much that is good, and actually during the pandemic, of course, goes without saying. I mean, absolutely remarkable how people have stepped up to help and and enjoyed it, worked with yeah. with community with their communities. It's just been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the role of the Lord Lieutenant, you can't apply for it. It's not. A job. <laughs> no, not a job. You can't apply for it. No, and that's is it a, you're gifted it. You're, you're gifted asked it by and the you're queen. Gifted. No, no, you're not yeah. asked. Oh. You're asked, and you're then you're asked. It. Uh, yeah. So there's not. It's not a job, really. It's such a job. Oh, it's, it's a the county. What's your favorite memory so far of being the Lord Lieutenant? What's your favorite experience or the favorite thing that you do? I must prepare an answer for this because I, you're not the first person. <laughs> I, I actually find it unbelievably difficult to answer that question because, you know, diff comparing like with like is very difficult because it's such a wide range of, of um, experiences that you have. So, for instance, you know, you will know that Jaywick is a... a um, historically deprived area mm -hmm. tremendous spirit up there and um visiting jaywick which i did also when i was um high sheriff it's just wonderful to meet the people and see what they're getting up to and you know their their innovative ideas um 
And then, of course, there's a major ceremonial stuff, which is very exciting. I mean, you know, you just can't compare them and you can't pick something that's better than something else. Uh, so I'm going to duck that. <laughs> members of the royal family you've met. Oh, yeah. oh, well, of course. Yes, that's quite true. And actually just focusing on that, because that's a big part of the work, actually, is uh, preparing, preparing royal visits. And we've had... Oh, I've lost count now. We've had a lot of royal visits. And just the last one, uh, I think it was the last one, um, before um, the pandemic struck, was the Earl and Countess of Wessex, who came because he has he wanted to visit islands all around the British Isles. He comes up with these interesting ideas. As the last time he came, he was... Uh, visiting real tennis courts, which is sort of goes back to Henry VIII's time. And, um, and, and, you know, laying on tuition for children and, and then a dinner in the evening. Um, so this time it's visiting islands. Well, actually, as you will know, we've got lots of islands off the coast of Essex. So, uh, you know, spoiled for choice, really, but we wanted to find ones which would make a really good visit. They had to be inhabited islands, that's the first thing. So, we took them to Falness and we took them to Mersey Island. And uh, it was a very, very good day, very happy day. They had to helicopter from A to B and very kindly let me go with them, which makes not that isn't always the case at all. Um, but uh, I suppose with islands, that's possibly, you know, obviously what you've got yeah, to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and it was exceptionally high tide too. So that, that, that made some problems at West Mersey. Um, and then uh, we finished off by going to Tiptree Jam because it was in the vicinity and it was actually the Earl's birthday so uh, it, it was just such a happy day with happy birthday everywhere and children and balloons and cakes and um, and then the actual interest of visiting these um, interest, really interesting places and Falness is fascinating both from its agricultural point of view, but also because it, ha it has this firing range there, which is yeah, all very yeah. hush hush. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was a child and I lived in Rebel on Sea where the power station. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. We used to hear the guns of Falmouth. Yeah. Yes. The ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's how it used to be. And my dad would say, oh, it's just there, the firing range. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, uh, you can hear it well inland, actually. But, um, so that and then on Mersey Island, there's so many things going on there, and there's lots of creativity, there's all the fishing side of it, all agriculture. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it the company shed, um, oh, we were going to take them to the company, shed. <laughs> but actually, the, the, the road was flooded, so short of. Um, everybody wearing Wellingtons so that wasn't going to happen so we would we'd all gathered at uh, West Mersey Yacht Club and uh, to meet everybody and all these different businesses and organizations uh, and the people from the company shed came up the road in their Wellingtons and their pins with platters of seafood so uh, I don't sure I it was just such a happy day uh, yes, that probably is a standout occasion, actually, come to think of it. But um, but we've had other wonderful royal visits, too. So how do you pick one out from any, any other? So I yeah. just remind uh, the people that are listening to us that the role of the Lord Lieutenant is to greet the member of the royal family when they come to Essex. 
whether in a plane or on a, in a car. Um, Jenny or one of the deputies, you, yeah, you are, are the members of the public. So you're the first person they yes. meet when yes. they arrive in a yes. yes, yes. And and in the case of the royal visits, you've, you've been very involved with finding out about where they're going to go to. In some cases, they know where they want to go to. In other cases, they want you to make suggestions. And then you go through the, uh, the, the deputy clerk to the lieutenancy who works at County Hall um, does all the footwork and legwork and the corresponding on this. And, um, but I am involved with the planning and the recce. And um, so hopefully we know, we, we, we've ironed out all the glitches before it, uh, the day happens. So um, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, but just going back to that welcoming business, there is a, an unusual thing that does happen for Essex Lord Lieutenants um, and one or two other Lord Lieutenants where there is an important airport um, because visiting heads of state um, come into Stansted, particularly come into Stansted because there's a very um, secure unit there. And, um, and the, because you're the Queen's representative, you are the person who greets the visiting head of state. Um, so that's been quite interesting. I saw it on the news. We <laughs> 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 had one of the, 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 the uh, from American, I'm not saying. The American, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, Mr. Tr Mr. Trump came over t three times actually. So I, I, I did greet him on three occasions. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it, was all, it all went fine. And when you're, um, when you're welcoming a head of state, you're welcoming the elected, you know, you're welcoming somebody who is representing their county, their country. And, and, that, and we want to welcome them. And so that's what we do. And that's what the Queen does. So that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. The Queen can't be there. Yeah. Well, I admire you for putting a smiley face on. To meet Donald <laughs> Trump. I'm impressed that I suppose that's the thing is as you said if the Queen, which she always does, has a very kind and open and you know warm manner, you have to replicate that regardless yeah. of your meetings. Big responsibility yeah. is mm. Yeah. Mm. have you met the Queen? Yes, yes. What is she like? Lovely, wonderful, twinkling. Oh. That's what everybody says. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, they say yeah. that she's twinkling. Oh, she's got that. such bright, sparkly eyes, and is that how mm. she is? Yes, yes, she's 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 amused by things and interested, and yeah, yeah. So we're very, very lucky. Yeah. We we are a very lucky country mm. to have someone mm. like that. Yeah, and and it's been such continuity. Mm. Yeah, she's she's, she's held that stable that status. So together so well, yeah. mm. such steady. never been any different. Mm. Yeah. Steady, yeah, steady, consistent. I do feel, you know, there's there's a lot of talk amongst my generation with the royal family, but I feel like regardless of what anybody feels about the royal family, everybody has a fondness for the queen, mm -hmm. and everyone can at least have respect and and a warmth towards her and what she's done throughout life, you know, mm -hmm. and and what she's done for us as a country and how she represents and. You know, and I just think, regardless of what happens in the future, you know, I just think she's fantastic. Mm. Amazing. It's nice to know that. Yeah, yeah. it is. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Someone um, it's very good. Of Jasmine's generation would probably not know about the role of the Lord Lieutenant or the. No, no, no. no. Or the uh, I, 
I think it's important to understand the extent and reach of their support um, for all aspects of, of the social life, social and business and voluntary life of our country. And the, the support is absolutely extraordinary. Um, Princess Royal, just unbelievable um, amount of work and knowledge. And um, she, she's probably been to Essex the most since I've become Lord Lieutenant. Um, pop, pops in, got, got, pe got people she needs to see, organisations she's got some affiliation with, wants to support. Um, knows it back to front, a huge, huge range of knowledge. Um, and, and, and that will be the same for the others as well uh, in, in different ways. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, the service is extraordinary and perhaps difficult for younger generation to, to measure that. But so often I see uh, with all, particularly the voluntary groups, um, uh, in fact, lots of group, different sorts of groups. How how good it is when they're what they do is recognised, and it's quite difficult for to think of anybody else who can really do that. You need somebody who's not political, uh, mm. understands the ins and outs of it all, but who can represent the country and say, you know, you're doing a grand job. Mm -hmm. um, and, and is there anything I can do to help? And they often are able to put people uh, in touch with other people and you know, that sort of thing. So I think it's, um, I, don't, I, don't, I think we need to recognize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, raise oh. the profile for it. Definitely. Keep the profile, Keep yeah. the profile high. I mean, the Prince mm. of Trust must just have changed so many lives, you know. Yeah, it, absolutely. You know, for somebody like, even for somebody like me who has a business, I mean, my business yeah. partner's uh, a lot older, so we don't apply for it. But, you know, starting a business, I can apply for a loan and for some help, you know. And it's really difficult to afford to live nowadays, let alone have yeah. any money to be able to invest in a business or you know invest in what you want to do so to, to know that the prince's trust is there to help people um, yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah yeah you know i think it's amazing yeah. the duke of edinburgh awards yeah oh. awards yeah, yeah amazing yeah, absolutely that that well that really did come out for everybody to see didn't it when when he um, sadly died it it's helped so many young people yeah. um gives them confidence and get stand up and you know move on i think it will be key now especially moving forward with the you know with the pandemic and as things go um back to new normal as it were for me you know i left um i went to colchester institute as well and then i left oh. <laughs> i went to drama school but then that fell through and i ended up working abroad and i moved to thailand and i taught english for a long time and I had that opportunity, but with the way the world's going, you know, I suddenly realized the other day, there's going to be a whole group of people who won't get this gap year travel experience. And that can really be life-changing for people. And I think yeah. the Duke and Edinburgh is like a, it's like a pre-experience to yeah. that when yeah. you're in school. It's yeah. that yeah. it can be yeah. the first time that people are away been from away. being away, yeah. that yeah. independence, that responsibility. And, you know, I personally grew up around adults I'm the youngest of three with massive age gaps so I've always been very independent but I know not everyone is like that no. not everyone's been abroad they've not been out by themselves and not been away from home and I think the Duke of Edinburgh Awards oh, gives gives them that yeah, yeah huge confidence mm. you know and especially now mm. that that element we're going to lose that element I think for the next few years 
mm. a good opening for a generation. Mm. It'll be interesting to see, won't it? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and and in other areas as well, those sort of things. I'm just um, writing a letter actually to a, a, a woman, really, she is now the girl um, who has just achieved the Queen's uh, guiding um, uh, highest honour. And um, she had to do a lot of things to achieve that. And, and of course, the guides, scouts, uh, are other, other bodies that, that do give people life experiences and, in fact, the military um, cadets as well. Yeah. Um, but, and, and time and again, I meet young people whose, usually it's their mother, actually, has met another mother and said, you know, I don't know what, how can I, how can I encourage my sort of son of or daughter of 11 or whatever, um, what would be a good thing to do? And they've, they've said, well, you know, why don't you try the air cadets or whatever? Uh, and then it's just led to a wonderful teenage life uh, where they've got friends and um, things to do and all sorts of experiences and they wear a uniform, which is fun. And, you know, you have to have a certain amount of discipline involved with that. And, um, and it commands a bit of respect. I, I'm thinking of Rayleigh at the moment when I went there to um, uh, uh, to be part of the Christmas lighting something. I can't remember what it was now exactly. And Rayleigh was absolutely buzzing with people, and it looked wonderful because it was sort of Christmas lights and so on. And there was a Christmas tree exhibition at the church, but there were cadets around and um, all wearing their uniforms and um, and doing a grand job. Uh, it was lovely, lovely thing to see. Would you tell our listeners, Jenny, how would they get in touch with you? Would it be through the Deputy Lieutenantship? Why do they want to get in touch with me, first of all? In what way? Because I've got different things. That, that oh, yeah, well, why, would they, why would yeah. they get in touch with you? <laughs> <laughs> what did you have in mind? I'm thinking of uh, markets and uh, flower festivals. Oh, that festival. Oh, right. Um, sorry. Yes. Uh, if they want to invite me to come to something, is that what you mean? Um, uh, well, the best thing to do is to look up the website. So the Essex Lieutenancy website, that will tell you an awful lot of stuff that you need to know. Okay. Uh, and if you go to the contact uh, end of it, um, then my um, diary secretary is uh, her, her contact details are there and uh, the um, deputy clerk to the lieutenancy details are there as well either of which will lead you know uh, to, to, to ultimately to me and um, uh, I'm delighted to look at the invitation and if I can do it I will and if I can't do it I'll find a deputy if I can <laughs> I'll find you Susie <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's the best thing, and and on that it, it, that website, there's all sorts of photographs and explanations about what the role is about. Um, there's all the profiles of all the deputy lieutenants, which is uh, makes for very interesting reading. Um, and then I do uh, tweet a bit, uh, and my Twitter feed goes through to that, so that you can see some of the events that I've attended where mostly they're only the ones where I've actually managed to get hold of a photograph afterwards. Um, I've just been doing um, police awards actually several of those and no there won't be any photographs to do with that because of for obvious reasons so uh, I probably won't report that particularly but um, so there you know that sort of thing. 
Um, and the lieutenancy throughout the country, there are how many Lord Lieutenants? Because every county has their own Lord Lieutenant. I do. And, and of course, <laughs> Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland. So there are 90 lieutenancies. <laughs> 90. Wow. Yes, yeah. It's the biggest uh, county. Uh, uh, it's certainly amongst the biggest. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. And it I think Kent has it. got... I think it depends on Kent, the Kent. county, the more Lord left, uh, the more deputy lieutenants. Right, right. That, yes, that's right. It's a ratio of um, people, mm -hmm. uh, per, uh, inhabitants to, to, yeah. It was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, but so. it's a lot of work. You, can't, you yeah. can't be everywhere, can you? So that's where you need your deputies. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. That's right. The Lord exactly. is always addressed as mom. Mom. As no, no. <laughs> well, I have to well, on, you, mom. When, when I'm... When I'm on an official engagement, yeah. that's, uh, I yeah. mean, it, it's the role, isn't it? It's not me, yeah. it's the role. Mm. And the role, I, I, in my history books, wasn't the, the, the role of the Lord Lieutenant next to the King uh, in the Tudor times. He was the one that was sent out to the villages to give them the news from the King because there was no other way of yeah, communication. No, no. Oh, so the role goes back to the Tudor times. Oh, right. The Henry VIII. But, it, it was quite largely to do with actually defense, in fact, uh, of the um, raising a militia uh, in order to keep the peace in the county and even to be called upon uh, if there was invasion from the French or the Spanish. Um, so it was very much to do with that. Um, there was a strong military um, connection and actually still there is a strong link between the, and that's the why lieutenant and the military. Mm. And the uniforms are quite strong with the lieutenants. Mm. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Except for the women. We have yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Well, uh, we are going to get uniforms. So. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's good. <laughs> We're waiting. That's good. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, well, Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so fascinating to hear about <laughs> what you do and your work and your role. Um, and you've mentioned your website, and that's where people can find you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's been a great pleasure and very nice to meet you oh, and Susie to see you in person, looking so well. <laughs> they won't be able to see us. No, yeah. they won't be seeing you. They'll just be hearing you. <laughs> just be no. yeah. no. it's inspiring to hear you talk so eloquently. Yeah, it it's really is. There, well, I hope I've given you a bit of a feel of uh, what it's all about. I'm sure there's umpteen other things I should have we said. Can or, again. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can do it again. Yes, we can do it again. All right. I would actually, just a little plug, um, also on the Lieutenancy website is uh, the way in which you can um, submit uh, nominations for honours. And I would really uh, invite people to, to think about that and, and do something about it if they can identify uh, a person who they think merits uh, a, a national honour. Um, I'm afraid there's no guarantee they'll get it, but it, it's definitely worth a try if you if you know of somebody good. And uh, they are, if if it's if the person you have in mind has only really come to light in recent year, uh, months because of the COVID thing, that doesn't matter. Uh, it will be considered in that light uh, that that is still going on. So. Um, uh, anyway, That's have a think about that. Really. Encourage you. Yeah. Very wow. nice to 
have the opportunity to talk yeah. about yeah. it all. Excellent. Great. Amazing. Thank you so much, thank you so much Jenny. And as always, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please leave us a review and some stars as it really helps us in the podcast charts. 